0: Too many of us signed up to a KiwiSaver plan without much thought. And signing up is great, but if you've never got advice before, you could be missing out. Your KiwiSaver account could become one of your biggest assets over your lifetime. That's why getting expert advice early and ensuring you're in the right fund is so worthwhile. Generate have a team of KiwiSaver advisors available to help. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no obligation meeting. They can even come to you. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns.
1: I let my watch talk for me, my whip talk for me, my gat talk for me. BAH! What up, homie? My watch saying hi, shorty, we could be friends. My whip saying quit playing, bitch, get in. My ring saying we can hit them all together. Shorty, it's only right that we ball together. I'm in the bigger things, y'all niggas, y'all know my style. Your wrist bling, bling, my shit bling, black. My pinky ring talk, it say 50, I'm sick. That's why these niggas is on my dick.
0: <laughs> Welcome in. There's a
1: banger of an opener. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: I'll have my watch talk for me. My 9% taxes <laughs> has come out of me back pocket. Oh. Oh, man. Ch-ch- boom. <laughs> it has been on this week, and I don't think anybody will have missed the fact that the data has come out I actually messaged Mikey earlier in the week and I said, mate, there's a report coming out this week and it is literally going to be the most interested people will be in tax for the probably the entire year.
1: Maybe in lifetimes, yeah, so I said, <laughs>
0: Bro, what are you up to on Friday night? Because that's about <laughs> as soon as I could get on the mic. Yeah. And this was coming out Wednesday. And geez, it came out and bang, 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 social media went nuts. Uh, and the next... I guess forty-eight, seventy-two hours have just been crazy. It is the most divisive piece
1: of news I think I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Like there's one side that is like the rich people are just rinsing. Yep. And the other side are like, you can't eat capital gain. Yeah. You know. And it, man, it's. It. it I I actually found. A clip of David Parker on the morning news because even I couldn't avoid this news yeah people sent it to me and I was like let's go yeah. <laughs> and I, I actually didn't even finish watching the whole thing so the clip was of David Parker and I don't know sorry who the guy interviewing him was but he actually did a pretty good job Ryan Bridges is his name is it? Yep. yeah and um man I, I just I was almost laughing because that David Parker guy is a straight
0: fuckwit <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was hearing. There we. I did think that in that clip that he didn't do a great job to sort of explain the rationale. And we're going to dive into a lot of that in this pod as well. Yeah, But to take us back to basics, basically, the I think this is sort of a timeline of events. So 2019, Jacinda Ardern says, look, we're not going to put in a capital gains tax because you guys... Don't want it. Basically, put it back on the on the on the public. Like it's the, not that we don't think it's needed, Which but is democracy, right? Mm, and so we're not going to do it. And I think that basically means, well, I'm a politician. My number one job is to get elected to power, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not to look after you. Yep. So we're going to kick this can down the road. Now, then they've gone right. Let's get some data to build a better story for mm. people to understand that this is why this is needed. So they, I fairly sure needed a new piece of legislation or basically needed a way to go to our wealthiest in New Zealand and say, we need data from you to figure out how much tax you're paying and what does that look like. And what people need to understand is that all of these people, most of them, were like, yeah, fuck it, sweet. Let's roll. Mm. There was a bit of outrage at the at the time of like, what the hell? Like, it's it about 18 months ago, two years? Yeah, and it was loud for a bit. It's yeah. intrusive. But again, it's like, oh, fuck them. They should just get, you know, Yeah. But what are they hiding? Yeah. They got it all in trusts. They got it in trusts, <laughs> which we'll get to as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but basically, an IRD study into the tax rate paid by a sample of 311 New Zealanders found that they pay a median effective tax rate of 9.4%. So, yeah. Should we unpack Because if you're anybody, you're you're listening to that and you're going, what the fuck? They only pay 9.4% of tax. This is the problem, right? It's bullshit, man. It is. It sounds sounds terrible, eh? It does. How do they do that, man?
1: Yeah. Crazy. Bullshit. And um,
0: correct me if I'm wrong here. I'll give you the three key words before you explain it, basically, because I think you're going to get it right. Remember, this is paid a median effective tax rate. Of nine point four percent, but it doesn't then go on to say how they calculate that. Yeah, okay. no one has asked that question. <laughs> what What do you mean? Where does it not How do you calculate? What are you dividing by? What? Yeah. So in this
1: morning interview that I watched half of, this guy Ryan, uh, sort of brushed on this, and the calculation was made via including over a a time period that was a boom in asset prices, by the way, thanks to money printing. Yep. Um, Unrealized capital growth of businesses, share portfolios, managed funds, and real estate. Now, if you have a million dollar house and it goes up by the end of this year to $1.1 million, you're paying your mortgage, you're being a good little kiwi doing the right thing you know and the value of the house goes up and then we start next year you don't have that extra 100 grand mm. <laughs> so what they're saying is that that in this calculation that that is income yeah but it's not because you can't go get it your house didn't improve you can't it didn't it didn't grow an atm in the garage <laughs> You can't just be like, "Oh shit my house went up 100 G's. I'll just
0: go and, you know spend 100 grand on travel." So the terminology they used was we're going to measure the economic income. So this fucking is fucking yarns, man. I hate that. It's so devious. <laughs> so then we must divide total tax paid, total tax paid via divided by economic income. Now let me explain to you as a, an accountant, yeah, what I saw over the next 48 hours. So I saw a room of some of our smartest people that understand tax in New Zealand go to watch the presentation. However, what happens is that very quickly the news comes out, bang, the, the people are outraged. Tax professionals are like, fuck, Like I haven't even read the report yet. It's 170 pages. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so I saw people questioning some of the brightest people in tax in the country, working for big accounting, global accounting firms. Yeah. Hey. Does this include, um, you know, unrealized gains? I'm not sure yet. I haven't been able to get to that level of detail yet. Yeah. And this is the level of confusion. Like, if, if our smartest people are like, I don't know. Like, I don't know yet. But then, by the time the uh, media are interviewing the politicians, they're kind of confirming, yes, it is. But the next piece is, okay. So, because then we go on to say, well, to further enrage Kiwis, let's tell the ordinary Kiwi that Treasury reckons A comparable tax rate for a middle-wealth Kiwi was 20.2%. So now we get to say, well, that means that the rich are paying half the tax. (laughs) that You can just see how this beautiful picture has been painted, eh? This is genius. It's so clever, but it's disgusting as well. And just remember, before we forget, just remember, somebody has been telling you on the Keep the Change podcast to get ready this year because... They're brilliant communicators, yeah. and they are not going down without a fight. And yes, I have money <laughs> on labor to get back in. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that that's what the outcome that I want, but I know that they are going to be very clever. To they don't they're going to go down. You know, with, they're not going to go down without a fight. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think this is actually part of it. But basically, economic income. So we're saying right, economic income are unrealized income that we haven't been able to get yet. So it might be an increase in share portfolio, property, etc. Like you said, my helicopter's gone up in value. So is my yacht. Um but my question is then, so are we how have we measured the economic income of everyday people? Of people outside of that 300 because they
1: would have actually just used income tax on the, on the everyday people one. Yeah,
0: so I'm like, so are we comparing apples with apples? And then, <laughs> so that was my first question, and I'm like, I haven't seen anybody ask this. And then I saw a young person on LinkedIn ask again, one of our very senior partners in the tax space, hey, are they comparing economic income of everyday Kiwis with economic income of New Zealanders? And that tax partner, again, this is now probably 24 hours later again, I don't know. I haven't been able to find that in the report yet. I can't give you a definitive answer. So, like, these are the the actual questions. When you're comparing data, you need to know, well, is this apples with apples? Yeah, yeah. Now, still, to now, I I don't actually know if Treasury, to work out, well, we pay 20%, the average mongrel on the street is like to call us, you know, us (laughs) non-311 multi-millionaires. Have they, like, how have they measured... Our economic income, Mm. have they gone on like an average? Well, there's a property owner, so, you know, that would have been a fucking huge job. Like, they've literally asked for data from 311 families and it would have been in in different boxes that they had to fill out and then they would be able to pull all that data together and figure it out. But for the everyday Kiwi, I'm like, well, how did they, like, how do they know what my sharesies portfolio was? How do they know what my Bitcoin was? Yeah, was, yeah, was. Yeah, was. (laughs) Do do they now know what happened with my Celsius (laughs) account? (laughs) So this this is where the stuff gets muddy. And that's where I think you just need to take a step back and go, all right, like, how important actually is this?
1: Yeah, I think what um, if you look at the comments on both sides of social media, so I think the the very loud side was like, this is outrageous. We need to wealth tax these people. You know, like it's just unfair. the the poor person gets wrought again, and all this kind of stuff. And then there's the other side, which is like, um, yeah, like you, <laughs> if you tax unrealized gains, you're straight gonna bankrupt the country. And I think both of both of the narratives and both groups of people that are on opposing sides of the fence here feel that the trend is continuing in one way. And it's just mm. it's just oh great one, put it. one after the other one after the other it's it's fuel tax in Auckland it's you know thirty nine percent tax line. rate bright Davies. line you can't yep. claim interest on your mortgage for a rental and there's all of us
0: thirty nine percent tax
1: rate yep and then the other side is like the rich keep getting fucking richer yep. they don't, they don't understand that like a lot of this paper gain means nothing because everything's gone up in value because they printed a shit ton of money. Yeah, like they just feel like their life hasn't got better, and other people have got wealthier, and they, they both, both off. They both both sides feel like the trend that they're seeing is continuing in the same way, and they're like, "Shit, this has been going on for way longer than I like." Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's not just this one sole thing. This is just this actually just lit a fuse under the whole lot. You yeah, know? it's
0: very smart. Yeah, the sad thing is, I just think it's just another way to to divide. Kiwis and to just just distract them from trying to it's sort their own divisive, shit It is very divisive, man. Yeah, and it stops yeah. you
1: from like even I was like, fuck if if my business goes from worth a million dollars to two million dollars, and then they're gonna tax me at the end of the year, and whatever number it is, make my net, decrease my net profit by twenty grand. Like that is so. It seems so unfair to me that it's money that I didn't earn. You know, like it's not. Yeah. It's not, not. It's not productive money Mm. Um, that in my head I was like fuck I don't know if I could operate under that model.
0: So just to help people understand how it kind of would work or how it does work at the moment and and where the unfairness is what people are saying this is not fair that people don't have to pay this so for for people that earn a PAYE salary you pay your PAYE tax on that salary and you could divide that total tax that you pay uh, via the total income and you'll get a percentage for the year. Now I actually did this before we jumped online and, and I actually did it for Mikey as well. And Mikey uh, proudly pays 34.5% of his income in tax. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and Luca's a measly 30.4%. So I've got a bit of work to do to catch up to Mikey. Four Fuck, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, however, if Mikey went and sold his business, or like we've taught you, Mikey's gone and brought businesses, when he's brought them from the person who has built them up, they have taken a chunk of coin and let's just use round figures. Let's say Mikey's got his business and it's worth worth $500,000 today and in a year's time, he goes and sells it for a million dollars because someone comes along and goes, fuck building a mortgage practice. I'm going to buy Mikey's one and he looks pretty good at this and he's built all these systems. He's got these people in place. Man, that looks like a million dollars worth of um, cash. I've got got a million and that's going to save me having to build all of that out. Mikey takes his million dollars. Congratulations, Mikey. That is a tax-free win for you. Yep. There's no capital gains tax in New Zealand at the moment, so that is fine. And then you, you have no tax to pay on that. Now, my biggest takeaway from all of this, I put it on LinkedIn and then on Instagram today, was basically I'm just surprised how few Kiwis have actually read Rich Dad Poor Dad. Mm. Because these these things are not new. The people aren't breaking the law This is literally once you earn enough income, you go, you know what, I probably don't want to be paying such a high rate in tax by earning income via working for someone. I'm probably going to try and apply this money to share investments. It's just the same as if someone, if you inherited a million dollars, your life would completely change and you wouldn't go, fuck, I'm going to go to work some more. I'm going to increase my hours so I can pay some more tax. You'd be like, you know, I wonder what I should do with this million. I heard investing in property is a smart idea because over time it goes up in value. You get a tax-free gain and you don't have to pay any tax on it or I might put some money into the share market. If I sell those shares for a gain, I'm not <laughs> going to have to pay. Like we would all be guilty of doing the same thing. Yeah. But I, that, that's basically just to highlight the missing piece of where these people are not then having to to pay tax because if they... Do sell it again. There is no tax. However, these people haven't even sold and we're valuing on yeah, paper I was just going, to say, oh. we
1: should also talk about what realized and unrealized
0: means. Yeah. Because yeah. so massive if, difference. If Mikey sells his book for a million dollars and he... Collects that coin, he's realised that gain. Yeah. If Luke takes his shares in main freight that he put in for ten grand and he gets fifteen out, I've realised a five thousand dollar profit. I think your shares would be ten grand <laughs> and then sell for five grand, <laughs> wouldn't they? Well, we'll get to some of the <laughs> examples the other way because that is the argument. Okay, well, you going to refund people yeah. who are going the other way? Yeah. Um, but an unrealised gain is Luke looks into his main freight shares. Oh, they were fifteen G's yeah. today, baby. Yeah. I've got an unrealised gain of five thousand dollars because you haven't put
1: it you haven't sold the shares of that company and put the money into your bank account so you can go to the shop and spend it
0: mm. that's
1: what realizing it is right yeah unrealized would be me in my current business now i can put into a net worth calculator that i do for 1.5 million dollars or whatever number i want yep but it's unrealized it might it makes my net worth look really nice but it is basically nothing because i can't Go and use that to go and buy things. No,
0: however, this is the piece that I think people that are on the nah, you know, tax the rich, eat mm. the rich, this sort of narrative. Um, they can, and this is what David Parker was saying, who's who's commissioned the study, is saying, yeah, but they have become wealthier on paper, and that means that they can go and do more shit, which is pretty accurate because they could, if they want to, they could go to the bank and say, yo. My twenty million dollar property is now worth forty. Mm-hmm. do a valuation on it, yep, we agree with you. I want to unlock five mil of that, and I want to go and spend it on something and you could spend it on hamburgers which was I think david Ber- uh, David Berger, David Parker's suggestion yeah, yeah, or buying more assets, but that's how money comes into supply, and yeah. that is how like it but then you still have to repay that debt correct by yeah. either getting a job which you'll pay tax on or. Selling the asset and realising the realizing the money. Bingo. And this is the piece that they didn't talk about, David Parker with uh, Ryan Bridges, where they didn't discuss. Okay, how do they... Okay, David, brilliant that they've gotten wealthier and they can go and buy more properties. How do they actually do that? Mm. that was probably the question. Oh, well, they go to the bank and they borrow money to do that. Oh, so now they've got more debt as well. Oh, well, yeah, I guess kind of. And taking a risk as well. Yeah, and they've got to pay that. And now also they've brought someone else out of their asset and they could potentially go spend that money in the economy too.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah this David Parker guy he was just a fucking retard, man. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. Like the incompetence, the level of incompetence I saw. He,
0: yeah. Has he been a leader of, of ours? Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, uh, I think, he's <laughs> a minister of revenue or something, mate. I don't, I don't actually know what his title is, but, but, yeah. I mean, this is, this is. I think he probably got railroaded and 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 uh, didn't know how to explain it well. But you would think if you knew you were commissioning a report like this, you'd really want to understand how to articulate this to everyday Kiwis when you're going to get challenged by it from both sides. Mm. I think the thing for people to remember too is that we're all doing this in ways, shapes, or forms. So we can be a little bit hypocritical as Kiwis. We can go oh, you know, that's bullshit, that they, they're getting wealthier, their economic income's higher. Yeah, but you're not measuring your economic income, but you are also going to the bank saying, hey, I want to buy a second rental property, or hey, I can't afford that watch or that pair of shoes, but I want to borrow against my income. Mm. I want to I use buy now, pay later. Well, no, you can't afford to. So we'll give you some debt, so you should pay some tax on that. Because you're getting debt ahead of yeah. actually being able to afford to. So do we tax everybody? Yeah, every time someone takes out a loan, you tax them. Yeah, hey, my my house went up in value. (laughs) Oh, shit. My house went up in value. It just never ends, eh? No. My house went up in value uh, by, you know, 50%. I've gone back to the bank and I've built a deck. Well, sorry, you actually haven't earned that. Yeah. You want to borrow for that to pay for that. That's all good, but we're going to have to tax you. (laughs) You know? (laughs) We'd
1: just ruin the economy. People be like, I'm not signing up for that.
0: Yeah, I think
1: where these retarded politicians get it wrong is where... They seem to be very matter-of-fact, and and they don't understand. So, like, I'm not rich, right? But I plan on being rich. So if if you're telling me my future self doesn't have a chance because we're going to put these rules in place, it's not very motivating, man. I'm pretty sure, like, one side of the argument is that feeling.
0: Wow, mate. Even your favourite economic commentator... Bernard Hickey said the same thing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read this to you. It says, the capital gains tax once a real possibility under a Labour government. And let's just, I i try to be pretty, pretty politically neutral. I was really disappointed that Labour, who genuinely think that they look after the uh, non-rich, etc., they had a chance to bring in a, a uh, capital gains tax and they said, we're not going to do it. You don't have any political balls. And I just want to read you something here but as well. But taxing
1: the rich doesn't help the poor.
0: No, but they think it does. And then people who vote for them think it does, right? So like, that would be the right thing to do. But even they couldn't do it. Yeah. They're like, nah, I'm too, too scared. Yeah. So the IRD research shows that in 2017, the wealthiest New Zealanders made economic income of $1 billion. However, this soared to a staggering $14.6 billion in 2021. So who was in government? Labour. Bingo. So they kind of only got themselves to blame a little bit here. Yeah, well. Wow. But anyway, so <laughs> the capital gains tax, once a real possibility under a Labour government was made unpopular by an aspirational story exposed by the opposition, Hickey claimed, what you're doing when you put in a capital gains tax is you remove the way for an aspirational middle to get to the top. It's like someone trying to take a of ticket away from you. Even though you know you're probably not going to win, you could win. And that's the painful thing for an economy, which is bet. Everything on the housing market, it's addicted to it now.
1: Yeah. Well, that's housing. I don't really care about that. But like what they were talking about is businesses as well.
0: Yeah. 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 So, so I think it was actually a higher portion of um, e- economic income from business ownership.
1: Yeah, which is terrifying if they target that.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially for the wealthy because you got to think, at the end of 2021, they don't have most of their
1: the super wealthy don't have most of their assets in a house, eh? No, no, <laughs>
0: it does not. Scroll through, yeah. The, scroll through the rich list and search who's 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 on there for residential property. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, you won't find many names. Nah. So, and these the business values to the end of 2021, they were fucking gigantic. Some of the stuff in the states was like
1: a hundred times earnings, yeah. Not not net profits, mm. revenue. I was like. But they're losing money, and yeah. people are paying this
0: forward. It's insane, and it purely goes back to well, if we look at you know the level of assets, it soared. Well, the level of economic income it soared from one billion in twenty seventeen to fourteen point six. Like twenty twenty one was the peak of the bubble for all of us to be yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And funny then, time to be doing that report, then, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, you know I think if they did this in twenty twenty three, we'd have the same outcome, but uh, different probably percentages. Yeah, so now what happens
1: when you start taxing my business capital value increases when they start going down? Or my house, I bought it a million dollars, it went up to 1.1. I paid tax on that 100 grand profit that is unrealized. But now it's worth 800. Can mm. I claim it back? Well, it would only be fair. It would only be fair, wouldn't it? Yeah. So they'd imagine the bill... The government would have, after last year, after nationwide property prices fell by 22.5%, will be incentivized to keep asset prices going up. <laughs> I will let you know, Luke, that in the peak of 2021, the New Zealand housing market was touching on $1.5 trillion of Ooh. value. So if that falls by 22.5%,
0: what is that? Ten percent would be one hundred and fifty billion, so double that again three hundred so now we're down to probably one point two trillion ish
1: but okay, so that's a three hundred billion dollar loss mm. that the government would have to give tax refunds on to at, the people
0: at mostly thirty percent
1: and what's our full tax take?
0: Probably a sure. hundred and something
1: we'd go broke mm. the government would be broke in one year
0: oh. Well when you put it like that and it, once I chuck in my claim for Bitcoin as well <laughs> and all the stocks that <laughs> have they'll send them broke on their own. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it, it's a fascinating um piece of, of work because they're saying, Oh, this is OECD leading and other countries are gonna be able to come and like lean on this as well. I think Like our inflation. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we're leading the way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one of the spanners in the works that didn't come up too much either, is that, you know, I was gonna make a video on this this morning. I just thought, fuck, I I need a break from social media. The amount of I've been getting, I probably got through about three hundred messages over the last two days. Yeah, man. Like, I don't even need that. Like that's yeah. just it was too much. Every time <laughs> so I go much. in there, it's just like fuck. And yeah. there's just some grunty long stuff, and it's it's all good stuff. We're just in a in a bit of a season, I think. But um, you yeah, to be fair, you asked for it. You were like, oh, I'm gonna pump this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you set it up to do it. Yeah, it's my bad. Now. Okay, so let's just remember, people, let's just remember, one in two households don't contribute to the tax take because they receive more in credits than they pay in tax. Mm -hmm. So one half of Kiwi households don't actually contribute to the tax take and the other half pay their way for them. And that's just how it works. Do you see any of the 311 families who were interviewed, questioned, made to put in their data, did they jump on your Instagram? Did they jump on comments and be like, for fuck's sake, this is so unfair. Pay some more tax. Stop claiming so many rebates. Stop claiming so many credits. There is that one video of Owen Glenn. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you are lazy? You slob? That's right. Yeah, he I really gets that. In. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's an interesting piece again. You know, people are up in arms. Oh, it's so unfair. And, you know, it's, But one of the key lessons I kind of took from it was, oh, well, the, uh, the non-rich are getting shafted. Give them a tax cut. Find ways to be more tax efficient so that we can give them a tax cut. Don't like look to take more money off other people and then just subsidise people because we tried that. We tried it with a bright line. We tried it with a 39% tax rate. We increased GST from 12.5 to 15%. Ask yourself three times: Did your life get better? No. Did your life get or the country get better? No. Did your life of the country get better when we taxed the 39 percent And we're like, fuck them. They don't need it anyway. No. Yeah. So I I don't know how much more evidence people
1: that diss it that are uh, like they hate the rich crowd. I don't know how much more evidence you need that taking more from them isn't working. Like I don't I don't have any metrics in front of me but it feels it feels like everything's a bit worse than it was 5 years ago. Yeah. You know? And all they've done is tax 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 more tax, fuel tax, you know, like income tax, you know, all of this shit. Yep. Uh more audits car, um what are they what did the IRD do? They did like a crackdown on uh, like tradies with
0: cash, more tax, like everything. We've, we've got a, the highest tax take in history. Like it's it's just growing massively. It's almost like there's a perfect
1: invo- inverse correlation with the more tax that we pay and the, <laughs> that we <laughs> the take. <worst> it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's <laughs> I don't know, man. Like what yeah. am I meant to say? It It's not going the right way. So what it tells me is that either, like, I'm a big believer in the free
0: market sorting problems out. Mm. So I think you should let them do it. Whereas I'm a little bit more like, yeah, let's have some fucking cap gains tax. Let's see what it does. Yeah, I hate that about you, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, this is where the balance <laughs> comes from. <laughs>
1: yeah, the the any more tax at this point is
0: just theft. It's just theft, people. <laughs> like it's just out of control. Mikey's already paying 34.5%. <laughs> That is a lot of money. That's, like, that's a fuck ton of money. <laughs> you should see the bill come through. That's that's <laughs> excluding what you pay in GST as well. Nah, financial services, no GST. No, 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 but in your consumer, like oh, your day-to-day shit. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 15% on everything, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't spend much money anyway. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's Grunty. You'd be well over the 40%. But here's what I don't understand about Kiwis though. Like, we'll whinge about this mm. and we'll say, this is bullshit, you know? But really, we've, we, we know that, okay... These are just the rules. They're just playing in them. They get themselves past a point of needing to rely on working for a living. So then they start investing. Those go up in value. Uh, They've then got economic income, as we like to call Mm. it. Um, You know, someone someone starts push pay from scratch and it sells for $1.6 billion. If Mm. you've got that in your KiwiSaver, you bloody beauty, Mm -hmm. bang, you've got a capital gain. You've banked that. Uh, if you own shares in that, cool, you are winning from that. As a young fella, I had five thousand dollars in Auckland Airport. The Canadian Pension Club came over, uh, pension fund, not pension yeah, club, yeah. and they said we're going to buy this, and we said no, we're not letting that happen. It was my biggest, it was one of my first money lessons of like, what, what do you mean they they want to? Why can't they buy it? It's who's interjecting here, saying no, I can't. let go of a strategic <laughs> asset. W- that was, I think, uh, Labor and Power at the time, and if they were, I'm like, I'd never vote for them. Yeah. Like, what? Because they ruined it. Yeah, I ruined it. I was going to turn my five grand into nine grand. Do you I know that's many tax? Do you know what else is quite funny
1: about the Canadian Pension Fund, the big one? They're the going broke. Nah, they oh. they invested in Celsius. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: fuck. Yeah, that was big. big maybe, chunk. I'll, maybe I might move to Canada yeah. and see how I go over there. But anyway, we say, look, you know. The little guy mm. in, in New Zealand gets shafted. They don't get access to this stuff like the wealthy do. So people come along and they say, we're going to start something like Sharesies. And you go, cool, man. That, that brings investing to, to everybody. They also say, we're going to introduce Kiwi Saver 2007, now you can get a slice of investing into New Zealand's best businesses, even internationally as well. And you can take advantage of some of these capital gains, sales of these businesses, and, and all these things that, that, uh, that the rich have. And fast forward to 2023, and I, co- I, I see the stat, one in three people contribute to their KiwiSaver, and people tell me, it's a scam, man. That's no, it's a scam. Yeah. Like, fuck that. <laughs> nah, I don't want to do that. And you're like, well, okay, hang on. Like, you've literally been given, like, a leg up onto a horse that's going to move faster over time than your current uh, income getting taxed at 20% as per the report yeah. is over the year. But you're like, nah, I don't want to in that. Mm. we're We're very weird how we like we'll get given an opportunity to sort of participate, but then we'll go nah now nah, i'll I'll just actually stand back and i'll and I'll complain a little bit more about how others are are doing it, and I'm not mm yeah I don't know what that is eh mm maybe like a lack of education or I think as well like when you look at minted people, you have this perception that you know when you when you see someone's got um you know, you, you've got 200,000 right to your name. You win 20 million, you've just changed your entire paradigm. Mm. You're leveling straight up. You're like, holy fuck. Mm. You know, I never dreamt that I have this much cash. Mm. And then you meet someone that's got 200 million. You're like, whoa. And then you meet a Rod Drew and you're like, oh sorry, mate, you got a billion. Yeah. Sorry, okay, what and What did you do? Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't think, like people sit in their own paradigms. They sit in their own what their reality is. A little bubble. Yeah, and then when you see someone else's reality, you either have to break the shell of, okay, well, if it's possible for them, it's actually possible for all of us. I've just chosen not to try and figure that out. Yeah. Or or you like, nah, like, there's a a stack of reasons why they've been able to achieve that. But surely, like, the playing field has been levelled with the internet. Yeah, but people don't think like that, I don't think.
1: I reckon if I was the Prime Minister of the country... The one thing I'd do on day one would be like, right, our, f- our first goal is to make sure everyone's got internet access. Mm, ju- you just have to have it. Yeah, It's I too would, valuable and if you don't have it, not saying that there's things you can do without it, like if, you know, I don't know, if you're a mechanic and you fix old engines or whatever, I don't know, you don't need it, but it might just be a, something you learn with your hands. But I think
0: just like in general has to be a thing. I would go to the 311 families and I would say, look, I'm going to voluntarily tax you and I want you to kick in up to a billion dollars in total. And so they kick in a billion and they say, hang on, Luke, what what are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that? I say, I'm going to get every Kiwi a copy of Rich Dad Poor Dad and then they're going to have to pass a test on this. And until they get the test right, they're not going to be able to get their CBDC. (laughs) Are are going to hold that back from them? But, like, Rich Dad, Poor Dad has been teaching this shit for decades. It is so
1: long, man. I can't remember when I read it. I think I read it around when I left school, so like 2008 or whatever. And he explains about all of this stuff. Like,
0: I think a lot of it, we don't want it to be true. We're like, nah, fuck you, rich dad, poor dad. Fuck you, rich people. I think where it actually comes from, I've heard Joe
1: Rogan talk about how naturally we are like, um, like shell up, stay comfortable, don't like being uncomfortable. And as soon as something's hard, our first reaction is to try and stay away from it. Yes. Because we don't want to put pressure on ourselves and, you know, survival. Um, But the reality is, is that doing shit is hard. And you just have to accept it. like there's no there's no like silver bullet like learning about how business financials work is hard. Some people find it easier, other people find other people find it really difficult. You know learning about being self-employed and how to manage people and employment law and law in general and accounting like all of that shit's really hard, especially when you haven't been taught, and especially when you could have gone and read the book from Rich Dad Poor Dad. About how to claim everything, what a business is, and cash flow, and all this kind of stuff. But you just put your hand up and, like, no, no, I don't need that. Yeah. Because it's, that's, even just reading it, it's hard. Mm. And I think it's our natural reaction to do that. And you really have to break down that barrier and make sure you push through it and try and get some achievement out of your life, eh?
0: I think a lot of us don't want things to be true because there's sort of that saying, once you know better, you do better. Mm. But also, once you know better, then you're almost. You have to do better a little bit because once someone tells you, dude, don't drink a bottle of Coke every day, here's the outcome. You're like, fuck, I have the education now, but I really still want to do it because man, it
1: tastes good. Fuck man. Like I was pulling some chewing gum out of my pot. I have this thing where like, I don't, I'm not like a, I'll go around and pick up everyone's rubbish, Yeah, but I have this thing, like if I see it hit the ground or something, I'm like, that doesn't need to be there. Nice. So, like, I have, I've, I got, I was in a rush and I pulled some chewing gum out of my pocket and the wrapper, like, flew away while I was, like, walking away from it. Yeah. And it's like a wrapper for chewing gum. And I kept walking and then my brain is like, you fucking mongrel. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, now I've spent more time walking away from it. Now I have to go back and get it, put it back in my pocket and then start the walk again, you know? And I think that's that, right? Like, it's a. Hold yourself to a different standard. Yeah. Once you've got that in your mind, it's. And you, you
0: don't allow yourself to go below it, it's actually a pain in the ass, but. Yeah, you fuck yourself because then you start to see rubbish and you know when you walk past and you don't pick it up and you're like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were on, uh, yeah, we, same thing the other night. Taz and I went for dinner. Um, a, the couple next to us is like a joint table. Their uh, napkin blew off the table. And Taz and I are like, oh, like we're wired like that. Yeah. You're like that's low standard behavior. Let's roll, let's get it. <laughs> and we thought it was ours and then it was like blowing too fast and it got to this like, oh, it's just, it's too far gone now. It's going to go. But then. It actually blew back the other way, and so <laughs> it's telling you. Yeah, and I so picked it up. I'll, I'll give you a hand, pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if you can build in some some standards into your life, we've spoken about that before. It's it's really good for you. But I think one of those standards is when this stuff comes out, like just who cares? Like, what's it really got to do? To be honest,
1: this one sucks me in a bit, and I like had a laugh at first, and I was like, this politician is a complete retard. And then I was like, oh, this is why I don't watch the news, man.
0: Because
1: mm. I was like, because you get into the, start thinking about shit that doesn't affect your life. Yeah. Like if I never saw that article, no different.
0: Yeah. Tomorrow's the same. The interesting thing though is that I posted a video on Keep the Change about it and the comments went nuts, right? And then you've got people who are assuming like what my thoughts are. Mm. And they message me like, oh, you're fucking blah, blah, like, and they're like trying to argue with me. I'm like, dude, like chill out I've posted literally a piece of content that isn't even mine and all I've added was some of the words that were in there yeah and then just let it go yeah and uh flipping out and you're like yeah yeah man like don't get yourself so wound up about this this is also you know I I wind more yeah yeah you love that yeah Uh, yeah
1: (laughs) I'm like oh, this person thinks this way, I'm going to whine this real good. (laughs) And then I'm sitting there by myself laughing.
0: (laughs) I want to touch on the other thing that always gets talked about with rich people. Um, Trust, man. They've got all their money in trust. Oh, they use trusts all the time. And, And we heard this with all this stuff too. I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with it? So all a trust is, is a separate entity. I'll tell you why rich people have trust and even just people with assets and shit. Like I had a client in here today and they were like, oh, hey, uh, my accountant and lawyer suggested I should probably have a trust because I'm doing quite well and I'm building up some assets, including my business and my property. And they suggested that it could be smart to put that into a trust before I enter into a relationship. And I'm like, yep, that's a solid a piece of reason. advice. <laughs> yeah. So a trust removes the ownership of the asset from you individually yep. into your trust. It's, now, like,
1: it's like Luke and Luke version 1.0 with a ring around it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So someone gets upset with Luke, and they try and all my client, and they try and sue them, and they find out. Well, actually, Luke's got no assets because the trust owns them all. Yep. Now you might be like, "Oh, well, that that sounds dodgy." You know, when you start becoming really successful, what happens? People want to have a crack at you. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got a target on your back. Yeah. Yep. Because that's what we're like. And so one way that we have a legal ability to protect ourselves is to move our assets into a trust so this is what people do and then we say oh they got fucking trust they're hiding they're hiding shit everywhere and it's like (laughs) no no uh they're literally protecting themselves from people that may want to raise some form of uh, risk or sue or liability against them now the tax rate the tax top tax rate is 33 percent, which is the same as in a trust yep which is the same as if you earn over uh, $70,000 in New Zealand. Now, then we introduced the $180,000 tax rate and 39% for income above that. Yep. So basically, what people would do is they would have their assets in trust because they want them in there for protection. Is
1: the 33% tax rate progressive-like?
0: No. So it's flat 33. (laughs) Same as a company. Right. So that makes it different as well. Mm. yeah. So what people will do is they'll put their assets in there for protection and they might have their investment portfolio in there and their dividends will come in there and they'll get taxed at 33% Yeah, because that's what a a trust gets taxed at. But if they had it in their personal name, it would still be the same. It would be 33%. So there's no difference. However, from the 1st of April 2021, we introduced a tax rate of 39%. But remember, this report was done in 2021 we didn't even have the 39% tax rate and people were still already saying this stuff. Oh, fucking rich people use trusts all the time to hide their shit and not pay taxes. (laughs) And so then we buy into these things like, oh yeah, fucking hell, they've got a trust. Like, what are they doing? (laughs) And it's like, uh, okay. So also then it's like, oh, they use a company, company only gets taxed at 28%. Yep, but eventually the retained earnings in that company need to be paid out as a dividend. And, and do you know get, where dividends yeah. go to? The shareholder. And do you know what the shareholder gets taxed at? The marginal tax rate of yeah. that individual <laughs> or the trust rate of 33%. Yeah. Oh, but they've got trusts. Oh, they've got trust, man. It's disgusting. So you
1: have to make, if you could, because every dollar up to 180 is under 39 and then it's 33 and then it's whatever their numbers are. Yep. To actually make the the trust figure of thirty three percent. So what I'm trying to say is the one eighty K earned an income versus one eighty K earned in a trust, you'll actually get less money in your hand out of a trust. Yes. Because the whole amount is taxed at thirty three and the one eighty K is income is progressive. progressive. So you would have to make a shit ton of money more more in a trust to beat the progressive tax rate. Mm. Like
0: so usually triple. people will More cap than, their triple it, would be like the sim, similar. So what people will normally do is they will they will cap their income say at one hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars. Yeah. Under yeah. their individual name, or even like before we had the thirty nine percent tax rate, it would be basically well you didn't even really need to do it you, you just you just keep it rolling. But now yeah. people will cap it at around one hundred and seventy nine. Be like oh my trust is a shareholder of my company and some of the profits might go into uh the trust, and so that—that's how people win these days. But the report was done prior to that, anyway. But the the thing that I'm just trying to teach people is don't just buy into these. You know, people tell me all the time, "Oh, yeah," but you know, the rich CEOs they got like trust and stuff, and mm. I'm like, "Oh, are they employed as a trust? Is they trust the employee of the company as a CEO?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah." I'm like, oh, "How do you know that?" Oh, oh, I'm like, like who, could you tell me which one it is? Because I, I actually <laughs> want to interview them. And I want to interview them and ask them because I'm, I'm keen to learn too. Oh, well, like, yeah, no, nah, I, I don't know. You're like, well, fuck. Like, let's get some actual data how they're doing it. So don't, again, it's just like another one of these things where we, without even truly understanding it.
1: Yeah, we're just very comfortable with letting it rent space in our head for no apparent
0: reason, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've got some notes written down here when this first came out, so I just want to make sure that I go cover everything off. Yeah, I've also said the report. So if they did the review in 2022 or 2023, when tax rates are higher, and you have to account for the asset price unwind as well, because Mm. now we've had a a bubble going back the other way. Now I've said here, I'm not sure what the solution is, but it's clear that New Zealanders aren't satisfied with the status quo. Like I think that is the the summary is that Mm. people are fucked off at the moment. And they are like, I just I need to pick a target and I need to pop shots. Yeah, yeah. What's funny though is one is one is
1: severely one way and one is severely the other way. Group versus group, right? Yeah. What happens in that negotiation? Fighting, <laughs> fighting. But oh. but to get a result, where do they meet? In the middle. Where are we now? Probably pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck who cares. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. There's probably actually nothing to talk about and change Yeah, like you're going to have so much pull from one way so much pull from the other way the, the tug of war is just going to sit in the same position so
0: yeah I do think that the
1: 9% tax rates are a Ah,
0: oh, yeah <laughs> I, well I prepare yourself like also you know we've spoken about this on the pod where. are if Phil and I often talk about this too, like we're preparing ourselves for a 45% tax rate. Because it's just, just disgusting. You just know that it's coming. Oh, you, you, you fucking you don't need it. Like, well, hang on, did you hear Mikey's paying 34.5% on average uh, in his tax? But yeah, there's, there's going to be more to come with this. I think people need to understand that this isn't just about the richest families. They're collecting data to build a story, to create more division, to then get more people to buy into the fact that we need to do something because you morons said no to Jacinda who could have got anything past you in 2019. Even she was like, this is a dumb idea. And she's been one of the smartest fucking leaders and influencers we've seen. And even (laughs) she was like, I probably shouldn't do this. I probably shouldn't. So now they've had to try and build a way to go. Well, we're going to have to, but it's going to impact all of us in some way, shape, or form. Mm. And that's what you need to remember. This isn't just about them. You can't just go, "Hey, we're we're going to bring in a like an ultra wealthy tax." Like maybe you can, um, but I'd imagine it's going to be a broad based type yeah, tax. Yeah, I
1: think if you went to like the super wealthy and were like, "Right, we're going to do this to you," I'm pretty sure they'd
0: leave. Eh. Well, that's the that's the scary thing. Yeah, what do they do? Yeah. Because they employ you. Mm. Well, uh, now let's get into that bit. Yeah. Because. That's actually a good point, yeah. This is the, the thing that I think we need to be very careful to remember. And I've got a nice post ready to rumble soon. And it is basically a rich list that changed my life and they changed yours too. Now let me just read you 10 names. Graham Hart. The Todd family. Goodman Group. The Mowbray family. Sue Michael Friedlander. Sir Peter Jackson and Dame Fran Walsh. The Tally family. Bruce Plisted. Rod Drury, Sir Robert Jones. Now, I could tell you, every single one of you listening, if it wasn't for Rod Drury, starting zero, I would not be here reading this to you mm. or talking to you right now. Mm. I would not have 25,000 people trying to improve their own level of financial literacy. This man single handedly changed my life and allowed me to change other people's lives. And he's got 1.3 billion. Yeah. And that is because he looked at my industry and said, this is fucking stupid.
1: A New Zealand man.
0: Yeah. And yeah. then went, you know what? I can go global. Yeah. And he's built i I've met people who are like, man, I was an early investor. I believed in this. I worked there. I paid off my house with my shares that I sold that were tax free. Yeah. I'm now mortgage free. It's completely changed my life working here. Yeah. And this person has changed a number of lives. But
1: not only that, you are a high tax paying individual now. And now
0: my tax is de- <laughs> is higher than what my income was when I was in my job. Yeah. Now, also, when I had my first accounting job, I would input data line by line. A client would give me a bank statement for December, January, and I would go, right, 1st of December, enter date, enter amount, enter what it was for. Then I would go, oh, that is a subscription. So the 2nd of February. That was my job. <laughs> Fuck, that sounds painful. <laughs> Rod is like... The fuck, man, that is not a good use of Luke's time. That is not a good use of anyone's time. We're going to automate that shit. We're going to pull it in from the banks. Why can't the banks feed that data into our system? And now we can give people real-time report uh, and data. I sat on a call today with a business owner that they are close to being in a lot of shit. And I'm able to diagnose with their live real-time data what's going on for them. I'm like, you need to take this seriously. Like, we're in the fuck, we need to make some changes stage. Mm. Five years ago, man, I'd be like meeting with them going, oh, I'm looking at your data from the end of March 2022, trying to figure out what's happening today we're, in April 2023.
1: For those that don't know, we're talking about the accounting software called Zero. Yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, we're <laughs> carried away there. Yeah, yeah, got on your rant.
0: But, uh, you know, look at um, the Plisted family, main freight. Yep. You know, look at all the shit. Someone said to me the other day, you know everything kind of comes from freight, so mm-hmm. main freight.
1: truckers and farmers, man.
0: Yeah, won't for them. So I think we need to be careful... Like it's very easy to go oh they don't contribute enough in terms of tax. When we know that they're paying way more than
1: 9%.
0: Yeah. <laughs> then they most of us anyway and they're paying the la- like a large chunk of the tax and they're also they're also improving society, man. Yeah, they're solving problems that you and I can't. Yeah. Did do they do they look at Luke and go Rod Drew look at me and go fuck's sake man like why can't you just scale keep the change to the world you dickhead or why do you why do you only have 130 clients man like blow that thing up what are yeah. you doing you know like what a fucking waste you are Yeah. why don't you contribute more yeah. you know and they probably don't have time to think like that they're just like yeah, off on their thing and he's probably got a thousand other ventures by now as well yeah I must catch up with them. I want to tell you another story mate where I was at a lunch with uh, someone else that's on the rich list they're not in those names there and when I say like I've got all these lunches with people, yes. at the process, this never actually happened. Like this is the this is the only time, and and I I couldn't hear I couldn't help but overhear the story. Oh, there was a and I'm not going to name who there was a an ex All Black came mm-hmm. uh, for lunch yesterday, and I was like, holy shit, they were here yesterday. And it was like, yeah, far out. Uh, that was an expensive lunch, and I was like, yeah, well, this one looks fucking fucking expensive too. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically like, yeah, I uh, they they walked away with a. A five figure amount for Starship Hospital. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, wow. So just remember, too. All the stuff you don't hear about, eh? Yeah, they like to self tax. They like to put money into things they care about. Yeah. I was reading yesterday in Australia two gamblers that are actually professional and have clocked it over years. Mm-hmm. There was a, an art museum that was going to close down, I think in Adelaide or something. Not on my watch. Bang, funded the short for themselves. <laughs> Well, wow, that's really interesting you
1: say that. If you, you can look around the world, because, you know, I've been doing a bit of travel, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> been on a few holidays. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, so many things I noticed that are just funded by the super wealthy, like museums. Mm-hmm. Uh, university buildings. Uni- yeah, uni- great one. Half of Auckland, <laughs> university. Yeah. Um, wildlife sanctuaries. All of this stuff that didn't exist before, but, but it could be turned into property development if the council was allowed to grant CCC if it got applied for. Yeah. Resource consent, but not. Nah, all these things have been. Some stuff gets protected by government, and some stuff does. But you know, like a lot of the stuff, the real special stuff that that can't generate enough of a return to stay open, is free market wealthy people that do it. Yeah. And you know, I should have turned up with a list of that stuff actually, because I've been to some of them, and it's astonishing. Yeah it is. You know, war museums. Um I think the Smithsonian one in the in the US is is funded by wealth. Oh yeah. Not government. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of stuff, eh? Like man, and when you go to these places, I think uh what was the one did you do that walk down south? That was a government one, eh? National uh,
0: Park. Yeah, I think John Key did uh yeah, he didn't donate for that one, but no, he, but he set got it, it up. going. Yeah, yeah the yeah uh, to the Clyde Dam,
1: Clyde Dam. Yeah. So when when you go to these places, and you know, like the Clyde Dam, sometimes it's fucking astonishing. It is, man. I'm like, how the fuck? And then they're like, oh, it's free. I'll just chuck a donation, you know, mm. you know, like stuff like that. And when it's set, been set up by free market people, I'm just like so thankful, because. You know, that's there's history, there's learning, there's education that comes from it, and there's stories behind it. And all of this stuff is value that isn't isn't fucking tax. It's not dollars, you know, it's like actual cool shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's you know, if you look at those ten names that I just read out, imagine how many jobs that is. Imagine yeah. how much inspiration that is, how many donations. You
1: know, you can go up to the um the cliff above Saint Helias if you drive around the Auckland waterfront. And there's a boardwalk, and everyone has a little name on it, and it's the people that donated the money for that plank. So, yeah, maybe it was built by council or government or whatever, but they did a thing that, like, we're going to build a nice little area here, does anyone want to donate just one plank? So, that's not a tax, it's a voluntary tax. Mm. And, you know, I don't know, maybe the council would have built it without them, but they didn't. Yeah. (laughs) So... Yeah, there's stuff like that happening all the time and it just doesn't come up. It's not part of the narrative
0: of these articles, is it? One of the first things we learn when we are young is life isn't fair. Mm -hmm. Get over it, get on with it. Yet, we can run a news story for hours and hours, days and days and go, the the rich don't pay their fair
1: share.
0: Mm. When does anyone go, yeah, but life isn't fair, so who cares, it's roll. Like, it doesn't happen. That's what I do. Yeah. But you're a 0.1 percenter. <laughs> but that's this is how we track people. It's like, oh cool, I get to hold on to this phrase as it empowers me, and I can fucking have some massive conversations about it about how yeah, you know, like they're ruining the world and all the just whatever bullshit comes up. in your life. like, <laughs> it, when, when is it ever going to be fair? Like it yeah, it, it won't be because all that will happen in our lifetime is we will have a capital gains tax. We will end up taxing Kiwi We will end up end up means testing. Um super. Which is another form of tax. Yeah. Go, well now you you can look after yourself, so you know, we're not gonna give to you. Mm-hmm. And it's never gonna be fair. And then you'll eat the bugs and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Paid for by your C B D C So I think uh. the 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 more you look for fear, the like the harder it gets because it just doesn't exist. Yeah. That's the thing. Everyone's got a different definition. It's a
1: weird one, eh? Because so much of the shit that we make up in our heads is just mind games. Like, if you could delete and clear your head and not think about anything, and you just walk forward, yeah. you know, get the same results, but you don't have all the shit that's fucking cluttering up your
0: mind. This is hard to articulate nicely. <laughs> <laughs> but you can you can be hard on me, mate. Like, if this is just you and I here, mate. Like, if you had the the potential to do really well and you were wasting it. And you were poor and you were saying to me, like, oh, fuck you and all these people and shit. And I knew that you could be doing better. Be like, dude, like, if you hate it so much or if you hate the way that I'm doing or these people are doing, do something about it yourself. Like, get yourself looked after, get yourself rich mm. so that you can go and donate money to things that you care about. So you can go and fix some of these problems. Like, the funny thing is that. You have the power to, actually. We live in a country where it's literally possible.
1: Yeah, and it's not illegal. You yeah. Can, you can be New Zealand's first trillionaire. There's no law against Oof, it. Oh, naughty. <laughs> I don't know. why, yeah. But there's
0: no law against it. No. You just go do it. Yeah. And, you know, instead we'll be like, oh, they're not contributing enough. They're not, like, they're not doing what I want them to do. Stop being so selfish yourself. Get on and, like, if there's something you really care about. Because what do you... If you want them to pay more tax or anybody to pay more tax, you better have a real good argument to what you want it to go towards. Otherwise, you're really just hoping that some of it comes back to you. Mm. Or you're like, no, 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 no. I just want it to be fair. I want it to be even. It will never be fair and even because half the the country (laughs) aren't paying any tax. Yeah, yeah. And that's just okay. That's the rules. That's just the way that it works. So why don't you find something that you really care real deeply about and instead of getting dark about whether the rich are going to sort it out, go, you know what? Like, at least I can go and fill that a little bit and I can go and solve that. Mm. Maybe that's a better challenge for all of us.
1: Yeah, man. Shit. Sometimes you just make me think, Luke, and I don't think like that very often. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, well, I just I just only have one path, you know, yeah. so I don't think outside my little bubble. But, but you, But you
0: also, like, you'll do well for yourself but then give back, like... A yeah. number of times in different ways too. Yeah, there's someone who needed your help today that literally could be spending thousands of dollars on advice, and you're like, "Here's the answers." You've just saved yourself thousands of dollars of legal. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, literally, don't even realize that I'm doing it though. Yeah, I, I have, to, I should try and remember. Like you reminded me, like random, I don't know, weekend or something that someone, one of your mates' cars broke down, and I went and helped it out. Yeah, I couldn't even remember that that happened. We can all give in different ways. Like, my hourly rate's $1,000 an hour, and I didn't charge them, you
0: know? Well and you're getting taxed at 34.5%, <laughs> can I just remind you? There's two things before we get out of here. Uh, one thing is that if you want to be rich, help a lot of people. Like, those people on the rich list, they've helped a lot of people. Yep. They've solved a lot of problems and, and literally touched the lives of just about every Kiwi in some way, shape, or form, yep. whether it be a zero, a main freight, uh the Mowbray family, like the Todd family, the Tallies family, agree you know, yeah so if you if you 've got so much hurt in yourself about what other people are doing, solve it by just fucking helping as many people as you can,, yep. and the money will come back to you, and then you're going to be the target's going to be on your back, and then you get to donate as much yep. as you want, yep, you can be like, yeah, we should have a capital gains tax, so tax your own ass, the second thing is here's what happens when we introduce taxes to assets as well. And this is a real example. So I know of a a, uh, a property that is to be sold. Now, the owner, when they sell it, they have to pay tax on it. Mm-hmm. And so they, in their mind, they're like, well, I've got to pay tax on it, so therefore that's going to be 30... of that, so therefore the price has to be this. And until it's this, I'm not selling it. Which reduces the supply available for sale. And punches up the price, but this person got this building knowing that they would need to pay tax on it at that time too. So then what we do is we go, well, let's value that up for the knowing that, okay, there's still going to be a taxable mm. gain on that, so then we want the difference between the gain, the eventual sale price, plus what we're yeah. selling it for yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So I do think as well, what we'll probably see is that assets will become even more expensive with taxes in them over to, yeah. over a long period of time. And guess who's going to be able to afford those? <laughs> Not people working a nine to five. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Only the rich, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like, go and have a look at what's happening in Sydney, for instance. They've got capital gains tax, stamp duties, et cetera. Go and have a look at property prices over there. Yeah, gigantic. Mm. Way more than here. <laughs> so, again, it's like. I've one been to those a $25 million
1: home in Sydney, had dinner there. Wow. It was really cool on Darling Harbour. Mate. Yeah. Was Is that really John cool. Keyes? Nah, the <laughs> owner of Loan Market, Sam White.
0: Wow. Real cool guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it was. Pretty epic It was like Pretty eye opening I was like Oh shit This is money eh
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah So do you have Line red, mate (laughs) I bet you did (laughs) Genuinely did Yeah Any parting words Before we go mate I feel like uh, I think
1: we've covered it eh I mean At the end of the day Don't worry about it Do your own thing If you want to be rich Put the work in Stop complaining Stop whinging
0: It's not going to Change your life Do some good Oh I like it Do some good (laughs) Good things happen to good people. That's it. Just like 50 Cent. <laughs> He's a bowler. Did he go bankrupt? Maybe don't even know. They always bounce back, right? He started as a dollar. I just clicked. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> Look after yourselves out there, people. We can hit them all
1: together. only that we together. I'm in